Welcome to another Homebrew Audio podcast. Record professional music and voiceovers on your computer. We'll show you how. Today's episode, How to Set Up a Home Recording Studio, Part 4, The Recording Software. Hello, and thanks once again for listening to the Homebrew Audio podcast. We are in the middle of a five-part series called How to Set Up a Home Recording Studio. In part one, we talked about the first steps in setting up a computer-based home recording studio. In part two, I gave you six tips for dealing with all the different kinds of noise that can make your audio sound amateurish. So if you followed those six tips, you ought to be able to make the typical home recording sound much more professional. And most of those tips were things you could do right away without having to buy anything. Then in part three, I talked about microphones and how to connect those to your computer. Today, in part four of our series, we get into audio recording software. I left this part until part four because if you get everything else right, the software is probably the least important part of the equation. There are tons of programs to choose from. There's just no way to go through them all in a podcast episode or an article. So it can be tough to figure out what you should get and how much you should pay. My suggestions will be based on my experience and will enable you to sound professional even with a limited budget. So let's start with a program called Audacity. For voiceover stuff, and that includes podcasts, audiobooks, video narrations, etc., you can probably do most, if not all, you need to do with the free program called Audacity. Yes, I did say free. You can just download that from the web and start using it right now. For a free product, Audacity is pretty amazing, capable of just about any basic audio recording and editing function, including multi-track recording. But it is a bit hard to use and get used to, not very intuitive, and some of the editing tools aren't super great. Also, you can't use MIDI or virtual instrument plugins in Audacity. So if you're mainly recording music, Audacity probably isn't the best choice. By the way, our Recording 101 course, called the Newbie's Guide to Audio Recording Awesomeness, Part 1, uses Audacity to teach you the basics of recording. Part 2 of the course will use Reaper. And speaking of Reaper, I always recommend Reaper by a company called Kakos, which is incredibly powerful. I use it for everything, even my music studio. Make no mistake, this is professional software that rivals programs 10 times more expensive, from basic voiceover recording to full-blown multi-track music recording, including MIDI and virtual instruments. Reaper can do it all. I've recorded six full albums for my music company called Raven Boy Music using Reaper and have several more in work. I mentioned this next bit only because I made such a big deal about noise reduction in this series. Even though it isn't labeled as such, there is a tool in Reaper that is one of the best noise reduction tools available. It's called Refer, R-E-A for Reaper, which they use as a prefix for all their built-in effects. R-E-A-F-I-R, so Refer. F-I-R stands for Finite Impulse Response. Anyway, this effect actually works better for reducing noise in many programs designed for the purpose. And Refer is just one of dozens of effects that come bundled with Reaper. That's just a bonus tip. 
I have a post with a video in it on how to use Reefer on the Homebrew Audio website. And also on our YouTube channel, there's a video on how to use Reefer. Kakos also has a fair pricing scheme for Reaper that is unheard of in basically any kind of business. Unless or until you start making on the order of about 20 grand per year with the audio you produce using Reaper, you don't have to buy the commercial license, which costs $225. You can use the discounted license, which is only $60. And the software is exactly the same. The whole thing is based on the honor system. Also, the 30-day trial is a completely uncrippled full version of the software, the exact same as the commercial license version, and will never actually stop working. Though after 30 days, you'll start getting pop-ups reminding you that the product is not actually free. They understand that it sometimes takes more than 30 days to evaluate audio software, especially if you're just getting into recording. And like I said, all of this is on the honor system. Who does that? Well, I can't think of any other business offhand. I recommend Reaper all the way. And like I mentioned earlier, part two of the Newbie's Guide to Audio Recording Awesomeness will show you how to use Reaper. And there's one more audio recording program that I use almost every day called Adobe Audition. I use it in conjunction with Reaper to edit individual files and final project renders, aka mixdowns. Audition started out as just an audio editor called Cool Edit Pro back in the 90s. At the time, it didn't do multi-track recording, which it does do now. I just don't use it for that because I have Reaper. But rather, it focused on making changes to a single audio file. So it is extremely good at doing that. It's a lot easier and more intuitive to edit a single file using Adobe Audition than it is even to use Reaper. You can analyze, filter, and apply treatments by the dozens, multiple kinds of EQ, equalization, compression, reverb, echo, noise reduction, clicks and pops reduction, really helps with recordings transferred from old LPs, and tons of other things. I mean, it is just absolutely amazing. Then about 15 years ago or so, CoolEdit Pro added the ability to do multi-track recording and was bought by Adobe and had its name changed to Audition. Now you can pretty much do it all with Audition if you want to. MIDI virtual instruments, the works. It, like Reaper, is decidedly professional software. Though it used to be a standalone program, and you can still sometimes get DVDs on Amazon for older versions, Audition is now part of the Adobe Creative Cloud, and that makes it kind of expensive. I'm not really a fan of the whole SaaS, software as a service method of providing software, but for Adobe Audition, that's really the only way to use it. So if you can afford it in your budget, I think it's about $25 a month, and you're gonna be doing lots and lots of recording, Adobe Audition is awesome. Now some words about the editing thing. I use Adobe Audition strictly as an editor. I usually don't record audio with it. I do that in Reaper. Though in Reaper, you can do most things, including editing. I prefer to finish every project with a full-fledged editing program like Audition or SoundForge. That's kind of a competitor to Audition. It's just my way of doing things. Some people feel like you can really do everything in Reaper. Um, so you'll have to kind of try it out and see what you like best. After several projects, you'll get used to a workflow and you might be able to do everything in Reaper or you might be able to do everything you need to in Audacity. 
It just depends on what kind of recording you want to do. Dedicated audio editing programs like Adobe Audition or SoundForge have more specialized tools for really getting down into the bits, literally, of an audio file as well as music mastering and CD authoring. And some things simply can't be done in Reaper, such as redrawing a waveform with a pencil tool to get rid of a glitch in the audio. But it isn't only that. There's a different mindset to working on the final audio from a project. It's like taking off the recording and mixing hat and putting on the final editing and mastering hat. To me, it's just a workflow thing. For example, let's say you had several tracks of audio in a Reaper project. In voiceover work, you might have the voice on one track and music and or sound effects on other tracks. You can't send it to a client until you render or mix down the project into one audio file, MP3, WAV, etc. That final audio file is what I then open in Audition. It's where I put on the headphones and really listen to the details, doing things like clipping out odd mouth sounds like breathing or what I call saliva clicking. Don't dwell too much on that last one. Editing and eliminating offending P-pops, fading in and out on specific phrases, evening out overall volume with compression and controlling maximum volume with normalization, just basically polishing up the final version of the audio. Some of these things can be done in Reaper, but I find them faster and easier in Audition. In the end though, whether you use an external editor like Audition comes down to need and personal preference. You'll figure this out as you go along. The software mentioned in this article, though there are dozens of others out there, like I said earlier, should be enough to do anything you need to do from recording, mixing, editing, and final mastering. And by the way, Adobe Audition is just kind of a nice to have. It's pretty expensive, and so I don't use it in the Newbie's Guide to Audio Recording Awesomeness because with Reaper and Audacity, you can pretty much do anything. Join me for the next installment of this series on building your home recording studio when we'll talk about accessories such as mic stands, pop filters, shock mounts, speakers, and headphones. That's it for this episode. Tune in next time for another Homebrew Audio podcast.